Digitization and technology disruptions have picked up the pace over the last two years, necessitated by the pandemic and businesses having to find new ways of doing business. In the agricultural sector, some of the many new ways that were found included agricultural e-commerce or online trading of agricultural commodities, fresh produce and even livestock. Joining me today is John Hudson, National Head Agriculture at NetBank and Olebogeng Mokhale, Executive Digital Fastlane at NetBank as we discuss the sector and ask the question whether agriculture has always been a good adopter of new technology. John, from a wider perspective, please can you tell us what technology, innovation and digitization means for agriculture? Thank you, Jeanette. Quite honestly, agriculture is no different to many of the other sectors. I think it is playing a vital role. And you know, as you said, we have seen that uptake just increase you know, over the pandemic. But to be honest, you know, I think farmers have been really good adopters of technology and also digital um, solutions. And really, this has been brought about by the cost price squeeze effect. So farmers have been under pressure, margins have been squeezed all the time. And I think, you know, one of the ways that farmers have stayed in the game is to take on technology. So in that sense, it is really, really important. And what I do feel is that what has happened over this recent period, the pandemic uh, probably was a spark for that, is that farmers are looking at this with a keener eye because we are seeing examples of where this is now a must-do, you know. So really, just to make their lives easier, to save time, to be more efficient in their businesses. And, you know, I think uh, technology and digital are really important. Further to this, we also see that the consumer, you know, is putting pressure on the farmers, if you want to call it that. And we see many of the changes happening driven by the consumer. So it's a combination of things. You know, it's what farmers look to do better in their own business and do uh, more with less, and that's to be competitive, etc. But uh, consumers are equally demanding uh, much better service and much better products, if you want to call it that. So in your view, how much of the adoption of change and adaptation of practices are being driven by the consumer specifically? Well, this is really interesting, but I certainly feel that the consumer is starting to drive this more and more. What I mean by that is Consumers are certainly looking to have nutritious food. You know, they, they want nutritious food for their families. They want safe food as well. And they also want to start to understand what is the story that sits behind producing the food. And, and of course, sustainability is, is becoming a big factor as well. So the sustainability credentials of farmers and what they produce is being scrutinized. And so what we do see is that consumers are driving this, and quite honestly, farmers have to adapt. And, and, and in many cases, I think they see this as an excellent opportunity. So whether it's using blockchain technology, or whether it's using some of the e-trading platforms, whether it's the ability to connect with their consumers in a much more efficient way, I think that's where a lot of farmers are realizing the value. So they're not really feeling pressurized in this regard, but they're seeing the opportunity of how they could turn this around and convey what is a great story, you know, to their consumer base. And I think one good example of this is NetBank Avo. You know, NetBank Avo is really there to connect businesses to businesses and businesses to customers. And I think that platform has massive opportunity in the agri space and in fact is already doing some good work 
in connecting wine farmers to either to businesses or to the end consumer. So I think that's that's a start and it's a really good example. But quite frankly, there are many others as well. So, Oli, I'm very keen to hear your opinion on some of the digital trends that have relevance to the agriculture sector. Can you expand a little? Absolutely, absolutely. So what we find is that the trends tend to really follow the market needs, the market challenges and the market opportunities. There is quite a lot of tech adoption in the sector, particularly as it pertains to, you know, how do you farm better and smarter. So there's adoption of drone technologies, internet of, of things and so forth. You have concepts such as, you know, connected cars and so forth. But I think uh, there's also a growing trend for the platform economy uh, space, right, that speaks directly to issues of supply and demand, which uh, John just touched on. And um, most of these trends really relate to two things. One is access, access to, to market. And I think there's also a lot around, you know, integrity of the supply chain and sustainability issues. But certainly on the uh, platform economy uh, side, we see an emergence of many e-commerce marketplaces, both locally and um, uh, internationally, that are focused on the agriculture sector. And then on the supply chain integrity front, we're seeing adoption of things like RFID and blockchain, you know, as mechanisms, firstly to empower uh, the consumer and uh, with knowledge and, and, and assurance, you know, but also because they help with traceability or provenance of goods, they also help a lot. Uh, and the use cases are only going to grow. They, they'll help a lot in, when there's outbreaks and those kind of things. Then we think that blockchain in particular, because it's got so many uh, use cases, it's definitely going to change the face of the sector. We're seeing it being adopted in smart contracting, uh, which is, Really, really great because it facilitates easy exchange of data between players in the industry. It creates more visibility to market participants and thus creating, I think, overall efficiency in, in the system. Those are some of the trends that we see. So let's just take a step back. You've mentioned the platform economy. How do you see this being applied to or taking hold in the sector? It's growing a lot. And I think you mentioned uh, or, or posed a question really earlier about the, whether the sector is a great adopter of technology. And, and evidence uh, shows to that effect. So if you look at uh, marketplace platforms or, or platform businesses such as Digifarm up in Kenya, it already has over 2.5 million farmers subscribed. Uh, so I think for me that there's no greater evidence or, uh, when it comes to the question of, uh, you know, the sector's propensity to adopt technologies. And what it does is that it provides farmers with access to uh, market opportunities, uh, but even more importantly, or equally importantly, access to financial services and credit solutions. When you look near uh, South Africa and Zambia, you have a platform like Mano which provide, provided participating farmers with a growth average of more than 7% just in the first year of being piloted. So it's definitely a game of um, enabling access to market, helping the farmers basically with not only their farming activities, but information around market factors that they determine uh, supply and see um, um, platforms such as crop data in India that really does that very well. Locally, you have a lot of, of, of new emerging players in this space, 
whether you think of Cooler, Nile, uh, Hello Choice, the, the list is really, really too long, but there, there certainly is a proliferation of uh, digital marketplaces seeking to help farmers in particular, co-ops and the likes with access to market. So it's interesting when you talk about route to market, does this mean digital technologies make it easier for farmers and they gain greater control over that process, the route to market? Certainly, certainly. These help provide them with control of how you actually take your products or your produce uh, to market. So for us, that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that it also really shortens that distance, if you like, between the producer and the retailer or processor, and ultimately the end consumer as well, which does create efficiencies in the system. And these can get up to 7.5% or more, depending on uh, the nature of the value chain. So, and to John's earlier point around the margin squeeze that the sector, in, in particular the farmers, always feel, this really starts opening up those profitability uh, opportunities as such. So that's a one key role or unlock that the uh, digital marketplaces definitely will have as a, as a positive impact in the sector. And that's not necessarily to suggest that it will be a, a complete disruption or overhaul of the value chains as we know them, but it certainly does give the farmers, the co-ops, alternative distribution models, more flexibility and that proximity I spoke about between themselves and the end consumers. So those are the trends, yeah. What do you believe the industry and farmers in particular need to do to take advantage of the opportunities that digitization provide? No, I think firstly, with respect to, uh, let's call them digital marketplaces, I think it's important that um, they think of these opportunities not only from a route to market perspective, but also uh, from a point of view of taking advantage of the sourcing opportunities that uh, these platforms do provide. We're seeing more and more sellers of input material, equipment, and the likes also in themselves embracing um, uh, not only uh, e-commerce, their own e-commerce uh, strategies, but also participating in uh, um, open and digital market uh, places, right? This means that pharma then also have a, has an opportunity to source quite easily and conveniently the best price for these uh, uh, input uh, products and the best possible uh, deal at the right time. So that's, that, that's the one part. I think the second uh, part in terms of opportunities to take advantage of is that the advent of digital, digital marketplaces really does unlock ease of access to working capital solutions. So it's going, you know, with more and more APIs uh, being developed in the market for both lending and payments, it, uh, increasingly uh, becoming a matter of a couple of clicks to be able to get items on credit. So this means that in addition to the sales of automation benefits that uh, they get, their own customers will also get the benefits of uh, what we like to call as um, or refer to as buy now, pay later, with the farmer actually getting their cash quicker or immediately and that's obviously a win-win for the farmer and the seller so i think the last point i just want to make on the on the opportunities is just to say that there's lots and lots of tools out there in the market that really helps farmers with better uh, practices from a data management uh, perspective knowing 
the the state of things insofar as your crops, your processes are concerned and so forth. And I think that increasingly those are going to be some of the key factors uh, for uh, lenders uh, when they make credit decisions. So farmers need to embrace uh, more and more of, of these tools. Well, we're definitely looking at an interesting future when we consider the new players in the platform economy, e-commerce strategies for agriculture, and further digital disruption. Can't wait to see what is next. And that was John Hudson, National Head Agriculture at NetBank, and Ole Bocheng Mokhale, Executive Digital Fastlane at NetBank, that discussed the sector and what digitization is doing there.